Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Urban Glory Radio. Simply Glory. Jesus is the reason for the season. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this day, knowing that this is the day that you have made. We rejoice and are glad. We thank you for another opportunity to worship you in spirit and in truth. It is the authority of your word that gives me confidence to make boldly known the mysteries of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I do lean and depend on the Holy Spirit as educator and guide to give me clear articulation of speech and deliberation of thought as I make manifold known the wisdom of God. Holy Spirit, I say, have your way. Do what only you can do. Anoint the people's ears to hear what the Spirit said to the church. And, Father, in everything that shall be accomplished and revealed, you be glorified. It is in the name of Jesus that we do pray and give you glory. In Jesus' precious name, amen. The Gospel of John gives a great depiction of who Jesus is. He reminds us not only is he... uh, son of man, but he is God in flesh. Uh, The writer John lets us know that the word of God is the embodiment of the Lord Jesus Christ. And remember, Jesus is not Christ's or Christ is not Jesus' last name, but rather the spirit within him, the core of his understanding, that which makes him who he is, which is the word of God. So we find out in, in, in the Gospel of John that Christ became flesh. In John chapter 1, verses 1 through 51, we find out that Christ is love. In John chapter 3, verses 1 through 36, we find that Christ satisfies all the needs. In John chapter 4, verses 1 through 54, we also find that Christ is the bread of life. In John chapter 6, verses 1 through 59, we see that Christ is the light of the world. In John chapter 9, verses 1 through 41, we see that Christ is the shepherd of all. In John chapter 10, verses 1 through 39, and we also see finally that Christ provides himself through the Spirit in us. In John chapter 14, chapter 15, and chapter 16. There are no accounts of his transfiguration. There are no appointing of his disciples. There are no parables in John. There are no accounts of his ascension. There are no great uh, uh, declarations of his commission. The only emphasis is him embodying the word or the intent of God. Him being one with his creator. Him being the only begotten of the Father. Him being the Lamb of God to take away the sins of the world. And Him being the great revelation of the I am that I am. In John, we see that there are uh, perhaps miracles, things that could only testify as to only God being able to do by His power. We see Uh, This when Jesus turns water into wine in John chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. We see this when he heals the nobleman's son in John chapter 4, verses 46 through 54. We see this when he heals the man at Bethesda in John chapter 5, verses 1 through 47. We see this when he feeds the 5,000 in John chapter 6, verses 1 through 14. 
We see this when he's walking on water in John chapter 16, verses uh, 15, John chapter 6, verses 15 through 21. We see this when he heals the blind man in John chapter 9, verses 1 through 41. And we see this when he raised Lazarus from the dead. But not only do we see this in the miraculous work that he does, we see it in the characteristics of who he is. As I said earlier, Jesus is the great I am. It not only shows that he is the son of man, but he also is the son of God. For Jesus is the reason for the season. We note that he is the great I am. And I am is mentioned seven times in the book of John, which says, I am the bread of life in John chapter 6, verse 35. I am the light of the world, verses uh, John chapter 8, verse 12. Um, before Abraham was, I am in John chapter 8, verse 58. He told us that he was or I am the good shepherd in John chapter 10, verse 11. He said that I am the resurrection and the light in John chapter 11 and 25. He said that I am the way, the truth, and the life in John chapter 14, verse 6. And then he said I am the true vine in John chapter 15, verse 1. Those scriptures afford us that whatever we need him to be, Jesus is. For Jesus is, again, the reason for the season. It's important that we understand the importance of who Jesus is. Because if we don't know who he is, we cannot confidently exist in what he wants us to be confidently representing him. So this particular book of John focuses on the man Jesus. And when we understand the importance of him accomplishing his work and doing what he did by being who he was, we can then exist in the confidence of representing him like we should. Let's go back to the story of the beginning. There was a child in Bethlehem, amen, hallelujah, that started a revolution that would ultimately change the world. And it is this day that we celebrate his birthday that we reflect back on what he has done for us. For if he was not born, he could not die. And if he could not die, we could not live. And so because he died, we live. And if we live, we can live that life that he died for more abundantly. That's the story that never gets tired and never gets old. But every once in a while, we got to go back and re remember what Jesus did for us. And it goes back to his birth. Mary, a virgin, was a living, living in Galilee of Nazareth and was engaged to be married to, to Joseph, a Jewish carpenter. An angel visited her and explained to her that she would conceive a son by the power of the Holy Spirit. She would carry and give birth to a child, and she would name him Jesus. Mary was afraid and troubled by the angel's word being a virgin. Mary questioned the angel. How will this be, 
the angel of the Lord explained that the child would be God's own son, and therefore nothing is impossible with God. Humbled and in awe, Mary believed the angel of the, and the report of the Lord, and she rejoiced in the God of her salvation. When Mary told Joseph she was pregnant, he had every right to feel disgrace. He knew the child was not his own, and Mary's apparent unfaithfulness carried a grave social stigma. Joseph not only had the right to divorce Mary under the Jewish law, she could be put to death by stoning. But although Joseph's initial reaction was to break the engagement, the appropriate thing for a righteous man to do, he treated Mary with extreme kindness. He did not want to cause her further shame, so he decided to act quietly. But God sent an angel to Joseph in a dream to verify Mary's story and reassure him that the marriage to her was God's will. The angel explained that the child within Mary was conceived by the Holy Spirit and that the name would be called Jesus <coughs> and that he was the Messiah, God with us. When Joseph woke up from his dream, he really willingly obeyed God and took Mary home to be with his wife, be his wife. And in spite of the public humiliation uh, that he would face, perhaps the noble quality is one of the greatest reasons why God chose him to be the Messiah's earthly father. Remember the words of Isaiah found in Isaiah 714, it says, therefore the Lord will himself give you a sign. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. At that time, Caesar Augustus decreed a census taken and every person in the entire Roman world had to go to his own town to register. Joseph, being in the line of David, was required to go to Bethlehem to register with Mary. And while in Bethlehem, Mary gave birth to Jesus. Probably due to the census, the inn was too crowded, and Mary gave birth in a crude stable. She wrapped the baby in clothes and placed him in a manger. And out in the fields, an angel of the Lord appeared to the shepherds who were tending the flocks of the sheep by night. The angels announced to the Savior that the Savior, or to them that the Savior had been born in the town of David and Bethlehem. Suddenly, a great host of heavenly beings appeared with the angels and began singing praises to God. As angelic beings departed, the shepherd decided to travel to Bethlehem the shepherds decided to travel to Bethlehem and see the Christ child. There they found Mary, Joseph, and Jesus in a stable. And after their visit, they began to spread the word about this amazing child and everything the angel had said about him. They went on their way still praising and glorifying God. But Mary kept this quiet, treasuring their words and pondering them in her heart. It must have been beyond her ability to grasp that sleeping in her arms, 
the tender child, as had been proclaimed, that had just been born, was the Savior of the world. So we thank God for what Jesus did and all that was done to preserve him so that he could be the Savior of the world. Little did we know that Jesus would become much more than that. He would become a king in the line of Judah, the sacrificed son, the Passover lamb, the manna from heaven, the rock that struck at horror, the water from the rock, the captain of our salvation, the judge, lawyer, and redeemer, the wisdom of Solomon, the faithful scribe, the Lord who is our shepherd, the lover and our bridegroom, the suffering servant. Little did they know that he would become Emmanuel, God with us in Isaiah 7, 14 and Matthew 1, 21 through 23. He would become God and man in John chapter 10, verse 30 and Isaiah 9, 6. He would become the sevenfold spirit in Isaiah 11, 1 through 2 in Matthew 3, 16 through 17. He would heal the blind, lame, and deaf in Isaiah 35, 5 through 6 and Mark 10, 51 through 52. He would proceed by a fore, uh, be preceded by a forerunner named John the Baptist according to Isaiah 43 and Luke 1, 17. He would be like to the Gentiles according to Isaiah 42 and 6 and John in 8 and 12. He would be despised by the Jewish nation, according to Isaiah 49.7 and John 10.20. He would be whipped and beaten, according to Isaiah 56, 50 verse 6 and Matthew 26.67. He would die as a guilt offering for sin, according to Isaiah 53.10 and John 18.11. And he would be resurrected and live forever, according to Isaiah 53.10. And Mark 16, 16. Jesus would be much more, even more to us than that. He would die on the cross and raise from the dead so that we might have eternal life through him. And in doing so, after he raised from the dead, he became the baptizer with the Holy Ghost. According to Joel 2.32 and Romans 10, 12 through 17, he would become the burden bearer, the forgiving God the avenger of God's elect, the great evangelist crying for revival, the restorer of, rem of the remnant, the cleansing fountain, the son of righteousness, the miracle worker, the holy one God, the servant, the king of Israel, the son of man, the horn of salvation, the consolation of Israel, the son of God, the only begotten son, the lamb of God, the bread of life, the light of the world, the I am, the door and the sh of the sheep, the good shepherd, the resurrection of the life, the way, the truth, the life, the vine, the, the prince of life, the judge of the living and the dead, the just one, the hope of Israel, the rock of offense, the deliverer, the, the Lord of the dead and the living, the root of Jesse, the last Adam, the one who sets us free, the head over all things, the cornerstone, the God who meets every need, the name above all names, the fullness of the Godhead, the, the, the head of the body of Christ, the, the, the beginning, the firstborn 
of the dead, the hope of glory, the soon coming king, the Lord of peace, the mediator between God and man, the king of ages, the mediator, the blessed hope, the God, the great God and savior, the friend closer than a brother, the blood that washes away my sins, the faithful high priest, the author and finisher of our faith, the great physician, the Lord of glory, the, the judge at, at the door, the chief shepherd, the living stone, the chief shepherd uh, of eternal life, the righteousness of God in, in him, the king of kings and the Lord of lords, the alpha and the omega, the first and the last, the word of God, the king, and the bright and morning star. Little did we know that Jesus would be the way to our salvation. And it tells us in Romans 10, 9 and 10 that if we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and that God raised Jesus from the dead, we shall be saved. For with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Why? Because Jesus is the reason for the season. We, we have learned a lot about Jesus. Let's not take him out of the reason why we celebrate. Thank God for Jesus, the old saints would say, who laid the foundation. Thank God for Jesus, who opened up the way. Thank God for Jesus, who gives me each day. I thank God. I thank God. I thank God. Well, we praise God for his word, and we thank God that this Christmas we are reminding the world that Jesus is the reason for the season.
the song of life. A miracle born, a night never to be forgotten. A woman untouched, a birth through immaculate conception. Jesus, the Son of God, the prophecy fulfilled, the light of God, the expression of divinity, the expressway to eternity, Christmas defined authentically. Love manifested completely. He is our salvation. He is the light and the joy of our hearts. This light shines from our hearts to the world. The song of life sings. It echoes through the earth and the heavens. Humanity and the angels join in chorus. Holy, 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 God sent his son for redemption of man. May every moment of this Christmas holiday season ring the melody of the song of life. The song that began Christmas night and will never end. Jamaica, let me make it clear that we can't forget the reason we 
stranger. Emmanuel came floating on the manger. Went up on the cross to save us from danger. Now we all free, so me, I wrap around the tree. Call me a oh. 